Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Did you say, did you say... I did not say special bonus episode. No, no, no. Did you say or... the same couch? They said on the I couch. I was not listening to you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. Uh, first in our series of Wrap It Up. No, 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 what are you doing? No, that's what I was referring to. I just wasn't listening to you because it's a day in my life. And I wasn't sure if you inundated or not that... This is the first step in divorce, that we're sitting on separate couches when we're recording this podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode... Stop it, Shut up! This is all here. This is airing. This is what Hello it is. Hello and welcome. Just because we listen to episode six doesn't mean you have to revert back to how bad you were back then. I never introduced a show back then, so you were the bad one. Hello and welcome you to this week's episode. Hello to six. <laughs> welcome to six episodes. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm your host Samantha Mullet, sitting on the other couch because we are borderline separated. <laughs> is your other host Chris Mullet? Don't say that. You're gonna concern people. It's true. Um. All right. Well, cool. Two minutes in. A minute and a half. Well, with the song at the beginning. Two minutes. Yeah. Daddy, do you have any idea how any of this works? I don't really care. It's been five years of blood, of sweat, of tears. It's the thing keeping our marriage together. Uh, fuck Mary kill. Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> I thought you were going to say tears for fears. No. It's like, oh, I need Just to learn guys. who... Hey, <laughs> you're going to do two to one of them. I think... Blood, sweat, and tears. That's a really... That's a deep fucking question. I would kill blood... Because blood disgusts me. It really creeps me out. I would marry tears because Uh it's always sad hours with Uh Samantha. And I would fuck sweat sweat because you get sweaty when you fuck. You know you're doing something right. This is like some kind of really random like porn star. You want to buy some fuck sweat? Yeah, but but it also like fuck Mary Kill. You could say, oh, blood, sweat, or tears. Like it's like the same thing, you know. I would marry tears. Yeah, because it's always sad hours with Samantha. You're already married to tears. Fuck blood. Simply you're not the mode. No, that's Um. You are really weird. It's February twenty fifth. Another day in the life. It's a day in the life. If you're new here every single week, my wife and I talk about a random movie we watch for the podcast, and we talk about our lives. We um, lament about our lives. We lament, lament. Sydney lament. You don't get that reference. No. Uh, I wasn't. It's been a week. Been a. When did we record last? What did we do? What is this? Two weeks. Ten days. We did Star Trek, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we did Star Trek. Yes, it's been a yeah, few days. Yeah, which, um, I don't know when we recorded that, but we watched it. Mm-hmm. We have a guest. We have a visitor. My mother's staying with us for a couple weeks. She's upstairs in the bathroom. She may she may make her way down at some point. We'll get her thoughts and opinions on, on the movie, uh, which we did. She was with us the last time we did this first movie. This is the first episode in our Wrap It Up series, so we're going back. Is that what we're going with, Wrap It Up? Yes. You better wrap that gavel up, B. Um, Spellshow. No, I got the reference. Yeah. I just didn't laugh because I didn't think it was relevant. Well, it's very relevant. If it's called the Wrap It Up series. I know, but the guys I was I was about my thought process of saying, is that what we're calling it? Yes, absolutely. Was because maybe there's a better name for no. it. We're going back and we're watching the movies that have... But you don't even give me any... You don't even entertain the idea? No. 
we're going back and we are watching the movies uh, that were sequels or in the same that spiritual successors, you know, to, to whatever we've already watched to kind of wrap up those uh, series. Because if you know the rules of the show, mm-hmm. um, we have to draw a movie out of our random box of movies or nominate movies back and forth. Uh, part of our nominations or our drawings that, um, is that if it's the whole series. When we nominate movies, it's singular movies. And when we draw movies, it's whatever's in that universe. But a lot of movies have come out or we've bought them since doing it because we have been doing this for five years for 200-odd episodes. So, so we're going um, back. We're going back to just We're finishing up those up. things. We're doing them in the order of which they were done on the podcast. So today's episode, we're going all the way back to episode five. Six. You just... You just made fun of me three times about episode six, and you get the episode number wrong. Right. Episode six. Mamma Mia. We're doing Mamma Mia. Here we go again. I hate you so much. I hate you a lot. Um, Before we get there, anything else we want to discuss before we start? Please, let's get this over. It's already too long. SeaWorld. This is already too long of an episode for me. My daughter. Why am I talking to you still? Met Cookie Monster eventually. <laughs> um, she's three, and she's some... scared of large costumed monsters. And now she's sad that she didn't meet Elmo because she was crying to meet Elmo, and now she feels she makes Elmo feel bad. Well, she did. That's her fault. She did. Um... <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um, what else? I can't piss right. Uh, that's... It's a normal day in life. Everyone's Damn. caught up, right? <laughs> that's all that's happened, right? <laughs> Nothing else? Alright, cool. Let's get into it. Um, oh my god. How do they... How do people let you... How do you have multiple podcasts? Oh, I hoodwink so how many do you, people. How do you have multiple podcasts, I've hoodwinked people for ten years and that I'm a voice to listen to. You've been on... I'm halfway to Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> You've been on half a dozen podcasts regularly? Regularly? So a this rock one, Podswoggle, a rock cast, uh, the blank slate, if you want to call that sure. regular. Um, that's it. Regularly. You were on a few episodes of... I was on a couple episodes of Picked, Picked Up. That wasn't regular. I was like a special but guest. But you were star. like special guest. No, that was like, like, that was people like, like were amped for you to be that on That was like it. on TJF when like Urkel showed up at the step-by-step yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, but like people <laughs> were amped for you to be on it because like nah, no, of your... Of your reputation or whatever, like, but how? <laughs> like you're what the terrible. Fuck have you ever done? Who are you? No one. Exactly. I don't. I don't. You're here because of me. No, this was this whole thing was I'm my Jordan, idea. I'm Michael You're Scottie Pippen. I'm sorry. This whole thing was my idea. And I'm the. Are only... your feet on the fucking ground? So I... you're gonna drown in your own fucking bullshit. This was not... I had to force you. I said if we're going to watch these movies, I'm going to do it. How for the can podcast. you curl your city-sized <laughs> mouth to tell that lie? Good Lord. Mm. Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Today's mm. podcast, episode one. Man, we've been really mean to each other our, on this show so far. I love you. They're going to get any better. I love you, too. Mamma Mia. Here yeah, we go. but when you say it, it doesn't sound true. Yeah, I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom Rickles. Sterling is why he loves her. Join the celebrationists, sing and dance, and discover how it all began. Ten years after Mamma Mia! the movie premiered, you're invited back, there's going to be one, to the magical Greek island of Kelokari. Just fucking count yeah, it. okay. <laughs> An all-new musical sequel based on the songs of ABBA. Sophie, played by Amanda Seyfried, is now pregnant, and like her mother Donna, Meryl Streep, she'll need to take risks. The film's original cast returns with new additions, including Lily James as a young Donna, Andy Garcia and Oscar winner Cher. Yeah, I, I was like, "Well, fuck, I need to try." How do how do you say it? Can I see it, please? I thought you were saying it just now. I was like, "That was fancy." Kalokari. I think it's a Kalokari. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, if you're wondering why we're uh, picking nits there, every fifty episodes we have a uh, competition on who's gonna fuck up reading the back of the box for the podcast more. Uh, Samantha won the first season of that. I currently have a commanding lead on season two. I am, what, five up now? Um, five up. Five up, because I was, uh, you gained one from Star Trek. So, and we only had a, probably like less than 20 episodes ago, I think. 
My episode numbers are all, I'm all kinds of fucked up. This no, be, I have it. This will um, be episode two. I'll tell you in just a second. Just a second. Episode. It's episode 282. Is it? 282. So, we've discussed this pod, this movie on the podcast before because this movie, as a lot of these uh, movies over the Wrap It Up series are going to be, have been movies that have come out since the podcast has been around been almost five years so this movie came out last year and me being the wonderful and loving husband that i am said samantha you you've been good to me let's go see a film you would like to go see and we saw mama mia here we go again in theaters when i'm sorry can you i wasn't listening when did this movie come out last year Mm. last summer last summer the summer of 2019. Less than a year ago. What what were, what did we do with Jillian? I don't know. We, we took her somewhere. I don't know. Somebody watched her. I'm just trying to think. Somebody of... watched her. And on my free time, I decided to go do this. I'm just trying to think because none of that sounds true. Did this movie come, really come it out did. last year? Yes, it did. I'm looking around like there's going to be like a poster for it with like the release date. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Mr. Skarsgård, when did this movie come out? He's just sitting in the corner. Um, yes, it came out in 2019. Oh, okay. Um, because we discussed... Oh, was it 18, actually? Fuck, it might have been 18. Mm. Alexa, what year did Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again come out? I was going to tell you the song. The film Mamma oh. Mia, Here We Go Again, was released about two years ago, on July 20th, 2018. Oh, okay. All right. Um, thank you. Uh, I'm trying to think of why we would have gone to see this. I think we did a double feature. No, we didn't. Um... You just wanted to go see it, and I got to see something that I really wanted to go see. Don't remember what it was. Um, it wasn't as good as this. It was not as memorable as this. Well, this was memorable for two reasons. The first one being, when I walked up to buy the tickets, we didn't see something else, because I walked up to buy the tickets, and I <laughs> I remember that I stupid douchebag at the ticket and window. I saw it, and I went, two for Mamma Mia, and the guy just laughed. Laughed. He just laughed. Which, he was which, like a 16-year-old punk. would. Um, so then there was that. Fuck that kid. What's that kid doing right now? Masturbating. <laughs> Masturbating in jail. Um, don't walk past him. Don't you don't do fucking tell the story. Don't tell the fucking story. Some prisoner whacked off on you. I get it. Not on um, me, just in my vicinity. Whatever. So, <laughs> so, uh, we, the other reason it's notable is for something that we'll get to later. No, you can't say it then. You have to wait. That's what I'm saying. We'll get to it later. That... Well, we, that we investigated. That'll be, fi- that'll be 15 minutes of the podcast later mm-hmm. on. So, you, we, we went back and listened to the Mamma Mia episode to get our individual scores earlier as a frame of reference for this. And we got into a legitimate argument in that episode because of rating it. And not even about our massive differences for these movies. Because I like ABBA. I like musicals. This movie should be for me. This movie is not for me, my note here is, if this is for you, it's great. It's not for me. So it's fine. Are you trying to be Dr. Seuss? It's like... fine. Okay. I just, I think I like this more than the first one. Somehow. I, I think I know why. I, I, yeah, I think ahead. I know why. Why? Because I think that overall, uh-huh. this ensemble cast is more charismatic and engaging overall. Really, because Lily James is really good. I like the movie more I, th- I want to fuck Lily James. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Let's add her on the oh, list. No, I, said, I, I have right here, I said add Lily James on my list. I, I don't know about I, your other point because I have six LVP candidates and I have one MVP. Overall, I said. I only have one MVP written down because it's Lily James. She's the best part of the movie, hands down, right? L- Lily James. Lily James is the MVP of the movie. I can write her down. Yes. Um. The first one was Julie, I mean, was Julie Walters, who's always good. She was really funny she, in she's this. She's still very good in this. She's so funny in this. This and We'll movie, get to it. We're starting backwards. Normally we go to the acting No, last. just because you brought up the reason why is overall cast and how good we were. You said the reason why this movie is more enjoyable is because of Lily James. That means she's the most valuable person in the movie. Oh, yeah. No, movie. I know. She is. Yes. She is. Yes. She's the MVP. A hundred percent. She's the MVP. Now, so, but my enjoyment of this movie 
over the first one is minuscule. I mean, it's... It's the definition of six I'd have of to one, rewatch, half dozen Yeah, I'd have to rewatch the first one and see. I think I like some of the musical numbers in the first one more, but I overall like the story of this one more. Well, of course you're going to... Nah, but I'm really no, no, sad no, no, no. because Meryl Streep isn't in it as much, and I think she's... I, well, I adore Meryl Streep. Who doesn't? So it's a rough start to the movie. Cause... No, way to bury the fucking lead. What? Donna's fucking dead. Way to start the movie is... Amanda Seyfried hits one note, and I immediately wrote her down as an LPP cannon. She hits her first note, All the right. first word of the movie, and was like, can well, we, can we we're in for a note. long time. Hold can on. We... And then, two minutes later, it's like, oh, Meryl Streep's dead. Fun! Cool! Let's enjoy this two-hour movie, then. So, let's side note. Let, let's sidebar about Amanda Seyfried real quick. Before your sidebar, I have to point out something you just said that I, just, I disagree with. The story of the first one is much better. Because it's unique and it's original and it's who are the who's the dad? Yeah, this is just a bullshit. This is like the the backstory. I don't give a fuck. I do. I liked those better than present day. I don't. So what was the opposite okay. you said? Well, that, you're wrong. That you like that you liked more in this one versus oh the musical numbers. I don't because it's recycling. Like if you're gonna do a musical sequel. Don't do two songs over again. Granted, one's the title of the movie. Yeah. I'll give you another yeah. one. Don't do Dancing Queen in it. Just find another fucking... I know, but... If but it happens arguably, enough songs... No, they have enough songs, but arguably it's their most well-known. Okay, so that's why it was in the first movie. You know what was great about what next week when we were talking about Frozen 2? When they did Let It Go Again. Oh, wait, they don't. Come up with something fucking different and new. Don't do the same fucking bullshit. Kudos to the, the the cast and the dancers and the choreography and the production design of not making it feel stale. It still feels joyful and fresh because Dancing Queen is just a good fucking song. But I wish when I you're was sitting 17. there watching it, like no, don't. Um, I don't like being there, seventeen. When you're sitting there watching Young it, it's like sweet. I've done this before. You know what mm. I mean? So. Um, Amanda Seyfried sidebar. Uh, <laughs> approach the bench. <laughs> Let's talk about her for a sec. Let's talk about her career for a second. We have to. Yeah. When was the first time you remember seeing her in anything? Mean Girls. Mean Girls. <sighs> yeah. Okay. When has she ever done anything better than what she did in Mean Girls? Uh, mean Girls. Ah, yeah. What What was the role she played in Mean She grabbed her tits and told you it was raining. Mm-hmm. She was the dumb one. Yeah. Cool. I just, that's the point I and wanted to she, make. And then she killed some dogs in Les Mis with her voice. <laughs> you look this up like, I don't remember that. I thought you were still talking about Mean Girls. I don't remember, <laughs> I don't remember that Cosette dog killing spree. No, because you didn't say the movie until oh. after, so I thought you were still talking about, like, in Mean Girls, she killed dogs. I was like, I did not see those deleted scenes. So I really we just said... I have Amanda Seyfried number five on my LVP. Yeah, she's she, I, she's not the LVP. She's not the LVP. We're gonna get we're gonna but get there. That's, I just that's a long discussion later. I mean, I I want to like her, but I don't. Okay. Yeah. But wait, let's start. I'm so glad. I one of my notes was I'm so glad the focus of this movie is Lily James. She's miles better than Amanda Seyfried. Oh, she saves this movie entirely. She's amazing. She does. The lip syncing though is really bad in this movie. It is. It very, it's really it very bad overall in this movie, and I think because. Now, this movie came out last year, but a lot of times now they do a lot of singing live and, and, and stuff, and so it just doesn't seem like it's so bad. And I don't like that either. So you don't like lip syncing, you don't like singing live, so what, tell me, how would you like your... Lip syncing is the way music. to go for this, it's just this was not a good example of it. Like, we've seen in other incidences where it was fine. Yeah, like in Cats. Oh man, we're so close. Comes out next month. Oh, we did watch a movie. Fuck. <laughs> we saw Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. We'll talk about uh, it at the end. We'll talk about we'll it at the end. Yeah, well, yeah, this whole episode's out of whack. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we're not on the same couch. We're, this we're is, all, I know. We're, we're all we're, messed we're up. We're, it's fine. It's so, our wrap it up series. So, um, we already discussed. So, this movie is basically just a prequel inside of a sequel. Yeah. It's filled with flashbacks about... This woman just fucking getting her insides filled up with three dudes. Life is short, the world is wide, and I want to make some memories. I like that quote. 
I think that sums up the movie well. A better quote would have been, Dicks. I'll take them. Um, what is the time period of that? Like two weeks. I mean, it has to be. <laughs> two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, it has to be. Well, he had come back in three weeks. A month. I think it's mm-hmm. a month. Okay. Over the span of a month, I think. Um, so. Was it addressed in the first one, just take a DNA test? Was that a... Look. They have DNA tests in Greece. Just ring. Don't say that. Mom. That's the thing you ever said. What? <laughs> don't say that. I don't know about that. <laughs> and here I was just going to sample some Lizzo. Uh, Greek, uh, Greek people. Uh, I just took a DNA test. Turns I'm out. 100% that Greek. That Greek. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was that address because I was thinking in the middle of this. I was like, oh wait, it's like the fucking 70s. They can't do that or some, some e- shit. Yeah. Know. Sure. But, like you said, Lily James saves the movie. She, her energy, her just charisma, her aura, oh, aura is just perfect for that character. If you're not going to get Meryl Streep, except one sad-ass song at the end, then, which I, my title for this note is Mamma Mia, Sam Cries. Because I know you cried in this movie. I cried. I cried just in that one which is scene. embarrassing. No, I cried in that one scene, and you are not going to understand because you are not a mother, but... I cried for two reasons, because I'm now a mother. Oh my god, I'm going to start crying again. Do it. Because the premise of this movie is, like, the mom dying, and I don't know what I would do. Oh, you look really crying. Oh, sorry. It's just, that's, like, a soft spot for me, because Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would do if anything happened to my mom. And then, you know, being a mom, it's just... Sorry, it's just really emotional. So now you can be heartless and show everybody how much fun you're making of me because my mom is my best friend and I love her so much and I don't know what I would do. And that's what this movie is about. Continue. Go. Continue. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'll, I will never be okay. Stop. No, I'm fine, but... No, but, I mean, that's just, like, a, it's a soft thing for, a uh, soft spot for me. I can't help it. So, that, that's fair. So, yeah, I cried there. Oh, that's fair. You're such a dick. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I'm trying to ha-ha-hee-hee. Comforting. And... It'll be okay. Is that better? I don't know what I'm supposed to, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my hands. <laughs> what am I supposed to do here? Let's talk about what a so what, moron so, you are. So what, so what do you... So you like the story of this one better than the first one, which I, I disagree with. Well, I think I think because I of... I like the of music in the first one more. You like the music one. in this one more? No, I like the dance numbers and stuff in the first one more than this one. You said earlier that you like the music in this one more. No, I didn't. Oh, that's going kind of... Sorry. No, I said I like the story in this one, but the music in the first one. Whatever. I like them both. Okay? I like it. All right? So I'm you, a you sucker know. for musicals. But do you... So am I. I'm. A, I love musicals. Yeah, but you're not really. You're. You got in. No. You got into theater and musicals for the wrong reasons, and it shows to this Horse day. Shit. I'm Horse sorry. Shit. Horse shit. Why did Horse Why did you shit. get into theater? To do what? Huh. The to f- what? Fuck some girls. Okay. Wrong and, reasons. And I found a love, and I failed at that. <laughs> so because of that, I, you know the movie she's all that. I live that except I visit a fucking ugly chick and fuck musicals. <laughs> That's what happened. Fucking. Uh, if you had done simply on a dato there, you would have gotten. Sort of Rachel E. Cook, fucking uh, Little Shop of Horrors, came down the stairs in a whipped cream bikini. Um, that's the wrong movie. That's Varsity Blues. I'm um, getting my '90s movies fucked up. Um, no, my point is that there's nothing inherently wrong with this. It's just nothing. It just doesn't cross-sect my interest. I can recognize it being a good movie, but it doesn't interest me. I don't think this is really a good movie because there's just this thick layer of cheese. Like, do you not get? No, I do. That I just, do, and I think it. It's also for I uh, when we talked about it in episode six for the first movie. We talked a lot about like. Pierce Brosnan and his overacting and overperforming when he's like... Oh, we get in the Pierce. <laughs> oh, I know. But, but you know, like that. And I think that that carried through to this. And I think that... Um, well, there's not much conflict here. The conflict here is very sugary and painted over. The conflict here is everything that happened in the past, which you don't care about because you saw what the result is, which makes it 
difficult any prequel like that. And then the, the other stuff you have is this just awful, awful Amanda Seyfried, Dominic Cooper chemistry that, that, that it's full of exposition and full of fake conflict, and it's, it's worse than ever. So I have Dominic Cooper number three on my LVP list because he is so, he's like, I got to get to the preacher set like ASAP. He is very checked out. He, there's one part at the final scene, uh, like in the credits, when they're singing, um, what are they singing in the credits? They're singing Mamma Mia again, aren't they? I don't remember. I don't remember what the last song is, when they're all in their really, really ridiculous... The credits are good, just so you can see everyone look like a fucking dumbass. I liked that whole scene. Um, but he's like, he's barely moving. He's like, yep, cash my check, gotta get out of here, you know? Um, so like, that stuff is the only conflict on it, and I hate these overly sugarly, sugar, sugary sweet stories that don't get into anything. Now, I can appreciate what the impact it has on you for like the mother stuff. Like the end now. Of, yeah, no, she cried. You didn't you didn't think of it before. Um, but then by the time you get there, like the song is really good and the finale and the way it kind of puts mm. a bow on it is all very powerful and emotional. But by the time you get there, it streeps out of place because I'm so identified with Lily James as this super character. Trooper. Why are we talking about super troopers? Super Troopers, the last song. Oh, is this? <laughs> I was like, why are you comparing this end of the movie to Super no. Troopers? Super Troopers, the last song. Um, she like, you get her ripped away from you immediately, and she's the second best part of the first movie, and then you pigeonhole her back in because she was available that day. Yeah. It, it just, I, I hate those see-through movie moments. Like you know they what I did mean? this to get the money, not to continue yeah. the story more so, and. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that point of view. Because, um, yeah, I was upset when Meryl Streep wasn't in it because I, this is supposed to be about her. But I get, I, I like that they transitioned it to Lily James and stuff. But now there's nowhere you can go from here. No. With that character. Well, the, the, you, we shouldn't have gone here, really. Yeah. Like, But I liked it, though. I, I mean, I liked it, if anything, there... I really liked Lily James, and I guess we'll get into some of the other things. I really liked the chemistry that she had with the guy who plays young Bill. Yes, I like on young... The, on the ship, and... I like young Bill. I the other, all The other scenes. two young guys, I'm not a fan of. No. Nope. Young Harry is number four on my LVP list. Yeah, but, to be fair, he does Colin Firth better than Colin Firth does Colin Firth, though. I it's really a, believe It's a really good it. Colin Firth impression, I really which is why it makes it, it number four in my OVP. Yeah, <laughs> I get it, but I really believe that that was young Colin Firth. You know, like that awkwardness, that, just that demeanor. I really Yeah, but young, young Bill looks good. I call him Alistair Black without the tattoos. Um, mm. He just looks like him. It must be something about, he's from Amsterdam or something, sure. probably, too. No, I don't know I don't where know. he's from. Um, but, yeah, she... she it's funny because all of those, all, all of that, there's they're all impressions except her. Really, she's not doing a Meryl Streep impression. She's just able to kind of exude that. the spirit of it. But the guy that's doing Colin Firth is doing Colin Firth. The guy who's doing Stellan Skarsgård, to a lesser extent, he just looks like him. The guy that does Pierce Brosnan really doesn't do Pierce Brosnan, which is why he's fine. Um, the, he's safe. The woman that is Christine Baranski is on. Point. Amazing. I put that on here. I said she is so like, I thought they did what they did good. to like Samuel L. Jackson and Captain Marvel on Christine Baranski, which would be impossible because Christine Baranski you, Her face doesn't move. You could cut her open like a fucking tree. Uh, she got, um, she's in formaldehyde. Um, although she does have my favorite line in the movie and one of my favorite lines in movie history, be still my beating vagina. That's just a great line. That's just that's just wordplay that just I love. Um uh, that singer guy in the bar is basically doing a Macho Man Randy Savage impression. Um, like, they're all really good impressions. But then when you get back to the people, like, in the now, they all feel... It all... The prequel stuff feels more legitimate and fun, whereas the now stuff feels like people coming I to agree. cash a check. I agree. Yes, I agree. I definitely agree with that. And then they don't even have the balls... To do the something, bulls. The bulls. The bulls. Sorry, Tony, for a second. Page, page out my book. To do what they should have done. Pierce Brosnan, simply unadaptable. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan sings for like 30 seconds. Granted, he's looking at a picture of somebody 50 years his senior, so it's creepy as it is. 
Sure, it's like his former love. Um, but it's never not bad. But it's brief. It's like, give me more. You do get his cool little like hair thing later on. His cool little hair thing. That was so cheesy. Do you not notice my sarcasm when I say cool? Cool. Full. No. <laughs> Crazy. Cool. <laughs> So, like, you don't get a lot of that stuff. What uh-huh. you get is some, to me, C-level hijinks and, and quote-unquote, comedy. I don't need to see Stellan Skarsgård in a fat suit. I don't, I don't need to see... <laughs> no, I really did, though. I don't need to see Colin Firth tied was, to a chair. But I thought, I didn't know at first that it was Stellan Skarsgård in a fat suit. I mm-hmm. thought it was just one of the other Skarsgårds, but then I realized that they were You're all his sons. Yeah, they're all like 20, 30 years younger. Um, I don't need to see that guy at the, the pier who is not aged at all, just obsessed with everybody's hair. Um, oh, yeah. Like, just, you know, just, just... But, I mean, it's not like that was cute, I guess, but... Sure. Yeah, okay. So, getting back into the movie. Um, I, I did like, there were some quotes in here that I really liked, you know. The one I said before about life is short, the world is wide, I want to make some memories. Um, do what makes your soul shine. I like some of the messages, I guess. Because they're just saying you can buy a sugar boo. Or well, yeah. It's <laughs> like you can plaster on a poster. And just... Yes, is that I'm going to tattoo them all over my body. Don't I love them. Okay. Thanks for your support. No, you said all over. What are you... Right. <laughs> you female Pete Davidson with <laughs> shitty inspirational quotes? No. Definitely not. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I also... Wait, I had another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I just... Going back to some of the... Keep pouring that ice, Mom. <laughs> Nothing. I'm sorry, honey. I didn't think it would bother you because you guys are laughing so loud. It's okay. No, I'm just getting it for the net sound. It's good. So, um, so there are some other scenes I really liked. I like the whole cake scene, like the cake, eating the cake, the for the younger ones. When Julie Walters' character wants to fuck Bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when they're younger, yeah, yeah, and the cake, and then just the reoccurrence of it, and then how it's brought back in the in the end. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked again. I think we talked about already the scene on the boat with young Donna and Bill. Mm-hmm. Both of the scenes, like when they save the wedding and stuff like that, I liked it. Um, and uh, yeah, how about the storm or the horse? No, I hated all that. I hated that. I thought it was so lame. This I is really did. this is an hour and fifty three minutes. It could have been an hour. Make this a good tight ninety minutes. And yeah, hour I, and a half. It yeah. gets the point back for me that it loses with the thing. Yeah, I'm not I, I, about. I didn't. Like, that, I get, okay, you have to introduce another suitor somehow, I guess, but, I don't know, I guess all that stuff was, like, meet-cute stuff, like, are you upset that we didn't really get to do all of that meet-cute flirting stuff before we settled down? Because huh? we didn't do any of that meeting. Am I upset we didn't save a barn and a horse together? Yes. No, I'm not upset that at all. Well, I am. On my bucket list. What's on your bucket list? Saving a save horse Save a horse? Riding storm. a cowboy? <laughs> What are you, big and rich? What is this? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. We've had plenty of hijinks over 13 years. Have to you ever wanted up. to go to Greece? Fuck no. If you could pack you up. You didn't hear what I edited out about, about Greece earlier? No, I did. I just wanted you to repeat yourself. Um, do, do you just ever want to pack up and go somewhere else? Right now, yes. I'd love to. No, if you could go travel anywhere, where would you go? You know me. I'm not an international traveler. I don't want to have to deal with not you're understanding what people are saying. Like I want you're to travel. Such a. I'm an American mutt. I'd rather travel around the country and look at Ugh. cool toy stores and eat How different boring. fattening food. That's a that's boring to you. It's not boring to me. What's boring to me is oh cool. Look at this old building. Fun. Let's get out of it before it collapses on me. Like it just doesn't. It just doesn't. I can look at a picture. And, 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 you know, no, 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 I'm good. It just doesn't. I, I've wanted, always wanted to go to Italy for the food. That's what, like, inspires me. Mm-hmm. Is putting things in my face. I'm really upset that we're not recording this on a Monday or a Thursday. Oh, when I'm fasting? Yeah. Bah, you're so nice. Um, so, I have a dumb question for you. Because you always ask me dumb questions, like the questions you ask me. Um, how does... What is Amanda Seyfried's character's name? Sophie. Sophie. How does she not have fetal alcohol syndrome? 
<laughs> it, it was a different time then. They didn't really... Does that matter? Yeah, like, it... it it was harmful, sure, but they, it wasn't as well known. I mean, they when, had to specifically call it out too in that one scene where like they're all celebrating their their performance, and she's about to have a drink. Like, oh nope, gonna throw up. Yeah, baby stuff. Yeah, but it, it's a little bit different. It was a little bit different then in the sixties and seventies, but even before then, like they would drink and smoke and. All of that. They didn't realize how harmful it was. So, if it was taking place today... It's very PC different. and so I appreciate that. Well, it's the truth. I want to also let everyone know that while this is the beginning of our Wrap It Up series, this is the second episode in our Holy Lens Flare series. Um, after last week's J.J. Abrams... Yeah, we had to make sure we had to look on the... Um, on the credits to make sure J.J. Abrams wasn't like guest director for a scene or anything like that. There's that once. There's one scene where when she's they're in on the a canoe. boat. Um, right? and, and yeah, and just like the sun is out of control. Out of control. And it's like, can we cut and get like one of those shades or something? Yeah. This is distracting. Or film the opposite Lily, way. You're distracting me from Millie James. Thank you. No, this was written and directed by Ole Parker. <laughs> Literally, guy's first name is Ole. O L. Ole Parker. Like he's, he's got go a, a little store somewhere. Um, all right, we've we've avoided. Who now. is the real father of Sophie? Was uh, it like ever said? No, said? no. Just I, assumed it was Sam. I think I think Pierce in the Brosnan? first one, they they like have the results and like they rip it up or they throw it away or something. Like I don't oh, think her that, dad. I don't think that happened. Let's not take accountability for anything. I don't think that happened. If I had to break it down, if I had to power rank the sperm of these three men. In terms of their ability. It's definitely Bill. Uh, Colin Firth the is gr- last. Greatest Swede of all time. Colin that is a... Wow. What an honor. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Can't stop offending European people. And um, this is why you don't travel internationally. Exactly, because they'll beat me up. Third is Harry. Absolutely. There's no way he's having sex for the first time and producing Lily Jane. Uh, uh, Amanda Seyfried. That ain't, that ain't happening. Um... Amanda Seyfried, I'm sorry, uh, Stellan Skarsgård and Pierce Brosnan. I think it's inferred that Pierce Brosnan, like, does it more. Where the other two were just, like, literally one-night stands. Because he's there, like, a couple more days, probably. And they're the ones that actually, like, were in love. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. You don't need love to conceive a child. That's true. Kanye and Kim. Um, they're not European. We're fine. Uh, I would say it would be Pierce Brosnan. I would say be Stellan Sarsgaard. Well, agree to disagree. He has eight children in, in real, real life. life. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. So if you cast John Gosling in something, that he's yeah. going to be the father of all fathers? No. Yeah. Um, we've been okay. around the bush enough. Let's talk about the ice cream debate of 2008. <laughs> so if you remember when we saw Revisited, the podcast, version 2, 2020. The thing that stood out to me throughout this whole movie, and the reason why I was so distracted throughout it <laughs> was early in the film there's a scene we talked about earlier a very bad scene with Amanda Seyfried and Dominic Cooper talking back and forth he's in where is he New York or he's some, in New York some more shit learning how to run a restaurant a hotel, hotel. Thing. I don't know well, his dumbass would go there and learn how to run like on TGI Fridays and it's a Greek hotel um and they're arguing blah blah and then they do that back and forth song that's really boring and bad and he picks up his phone to like sing to it or, or answer it or pretend to talk to it or it's a microphone or something. He's some gonna call shit. her. I don't know. And he picks it up and I I see the scene. I'm like, why is he holding an ice cream sandwich? Wait, but you don't think that though. You say it to me in the theater. You're I like, had hey, a couple drinks. Get, I think the first where time. Where did he get that ice cream sandwich from? And you're <laughs> so like, what you said. I think verbatim it was. Where did he get that ice cream sandwich from? And you're like, what? <laughs> And I'm like, that's a nice... And you're like, no, that's the phone he was just talking on. Because the phone, in my defense, the mo- like, as soon as that scene started, we both, like, sat up. We're like... We're, okay, we got it. We got to see. We got to analyze this. It happens. You're like, that doesn't look like it. I saw it immediately. No, it because didn't phone, look like it's it. It's half and half. But I didn't half really see it until the black, second time we saw the phone. you saw it. You saw it. I said, if you I was... If I was a dumbass like mullet... You saw it. I didn't say butt. I said, if I was a dumbass like mullet... That would look like an ice cream sandwich. You saw it. Through your eyes. I. 
I'm not Peter Gabriel. What? You through your it. lens that you through the lens that you use to look you at saw what I was the world. About. You saw the half I saw chocolate. How you, you saw the half vanilla. It was just missing the other. It was missing that other cookie for a full sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was like he awkwardly ate an ice cream sandwich like an Oreo. Just ate one of the cookies first. Uh huh. You saw it, right? No. So everyone, watch Mama. Don't watch Mama. Here we go again. But <laughs> if you decide to, watch and pull up the seat. Stop after. Dominic Cooper sings with Amanda Seyfried over the phone and know what I'm talking about. This reminds me of when uh, when Blood Diamond came out and I insisted that Sammy Sosa was in the trailer. And I had to pull it up over and over again. There's some soldier. I was like, that's Sammy Sosa. And Rich is like, shut the fuck up. That's not Sammy Sosa. Why would it be And I finally Sammy? showed it and Tony was like, oh, that's kind of like Sammy Sosa. You're right. Um, so we've already named Lily James the MVP of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's crystal clear. And I've been referring this whole episode to... And you've purposely left out two people. I've left out two people on purpose because I've been building up. So don't don't say it. The whole end of the movie. Don't say it. So so my LVP list. I have Pierce Brosnan number six because you have to. It's just, it's it's like playing rock and roll on night by kiss. You know, like you gotta just at least listen there. He's not as bad as the first one. Amanda Seyfried five, Young Harry four, and Dominic Cooper three. So I, I wrote... My first, my first notes were, here we go again is right, why did I do this? And then I wrote, I wrote Amanda Seyfried out after the first note, and then Andy Garcia spoke. He's so out of place in this movie that it's startling. Every time he's involved, he's supposed to be mysterious, and he's saying all these like cryptic things. I'm, I'm not even sure that Andy Garcia was given a script. I think they just told Andy Garcia, come on set, set and just say whatever the fuck you want to say. And just dote we'll on Amanda Seyfried. We'll fit it in, you know? Dote on Amanda Seyfried and be subservient. So I have this number two on <laughs> my LVP list. My, hmm. So there's one person we haven't talked about this entire time. Pivotal character in this movie. My LVP is Michael Jackson. Oh, Sorry. Wait. Sorry. Sorry. Share. <laughs> Why? She's very, 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 very bad. I feel like she did this movie just so she can sing some songs. Bleat some songs is more like it. <laughs> um, she's on auto, auto, autopilot. Yeah. It's, here's a, here's a check. Come on, set. Here's some cue cards, probably for your lines. She didn't learn her fucking lines. And then, Fernando, that whole stretch is the worst part of either Mamma Mia movie. Yeah, it's really and not good. And any movie, really. I don't think that they have any chemistry, too. No, and then they kiss. It's like, oh, no! Don't have Andy Garcia and share kiss. <laughs> she's trying to eat his face. It's jarring. It, it's just, it, it's going to take a whole point off the movie for me, <laughs> is that whole stretch, because yeah, I, I firmly believe in sports that whatever you're best at leaves you first, and then you have to readapt a lot of times. So in, uh, as an example, Vince Carter, he's been playing in the NBA for literally like four decades at this point. He started in 96, he, this is his last year. He was the best dunker of all time. Now he's kind of become like a role player, more so to learn like how to shoot threes. Like you know, you adapt because your ups, your dunks weren't gone anymore. So I feel like the same thing is the case with acting and singing. And Cher's done none of it. <laughs> so even back from like '99, when she had to like her biggest hit was basically just her talking and a machine doing the singing for. Her. So that was twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah. And now you have, now, just, there's nothing real. It's just, that could have been Kevin Hart behind all that. Too tall. Heels, stilts, CGI, (laughs) all of it. I didn't know whose face moved less, Cher or Christine Baranski. (laughs) It's just the race. It's the tortoise. Like, you never saw them in a scene together. It's the tortoise and the tortoise. Um, There's... No need for it either. Like, there, there, there's this myth built up of the grandmother character, and then it's just her, and then it's like, you haven't been around for 20 years. Well, I'm okay being a grandmother now. And then they're around all the time, and she's with her, 
her love. So much of the movie is just predicated on sleeping with somebody once. Yeah. And then, and then just being stuck with them. Huh. <laughs> so we're in agreement that Cher is. Why'd the you LV- laugh at that? Because of the noise you made. <laughs> Cher is the LVP of the movie. It was for me between Cher and Andy Garcia. Sorry, mom. It's between Cher, Cher and Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia is a close number two. Yeah, he he's got some some redeeming. No, he no, doesn't. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, <laughs> he really no. doesn't. I mean, it's it's whatever you want. It's a toss up for me. I. But so I'm again, glad I look I'm at just valuable. So if you're putting Cher on the marquee and on the poster, and you walk into it, and that's what you get. Here's the other thing that bothers me. We talked about that last, like, the credit song, right? Yeah. And everyone's kind of in these crazy outfits having fun. And she's just there in the same shit she got on. She's not going to do costume Singing whatever. Um, I am glad, though, that the movie didn't end with, like, the whole romance between Cher and Andy Garcia. I'm glad that we did have, like, the church scene and stuff like that. Um, I already talked. It was really emotional for me to watch. And everything, but I'm glad that it, it didn't end on that note because then I would have, I think, not liked this movie. I, it, like, kind of closed its circle. Yes. Um, so I, I did like and appreciate that. Um, Don't forget, uh, before the ceremony and after Fernando, the Dos Equis guy showed up. Oh, I love which that Which I had Dose. to ask you. Is that the Dos Equis guy? The fucking Dos Equis guy? Keep getting them checks, Dos Equis guy. That's you hard know, to say. Can you say keep getting them checks, Dos Equis guy? Keep getting them checks, Dos Equis guy. Nailed it. Um... <laughs> Fuck that. That's the, that's the most like because you have stupid stuff. I know. But I hate things like, like that. The data movie. It's like if I'm watching Back to the Future and all of a sudden in 1984, Marty McFly shows up and the Where's the Beef Lady's there. It's like no, like like don't do that. Like I understand, guess, I know. like what is going to stand the test of time. Right, but I think that the, more of the purpose of that was to put a bow on everyone and have everyone like kind of end up in a relationship or have a love interest. But then I don't know what you did with Harry. He was just on his own. Poor Colin Firth. He's he's rich. <laughs> he could go fuck his money. Well, Pierce Brosnan is by himself now because Donna's is They're passed. together now. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know the like these guys just like some white dude? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hold on. I don't think that's true. Yep, no, his name's like Jonathan. Uh... It's not Donald even Juan. Don. Nope, 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 nope. Dos Equis guy. Here we go. Um, the most interesting man in the world. Yep, is... Hold on. Where's my internet out? I got him. Where are you at, you son of a bitch? Jonathan Goldsmith. Oh, yeah, he's and he's yep. Jewish. American as I'll be. And he's Jewish, it seems. Yep, leave it, on, leave it to a Jew to steal another... Hey! <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, he had replaced in 2016, that's why he was like, hey, I'm available for whatever fake, yeah. fake Hispanic who roles does, you want. Who does the Dos Equis now? There's like a different, most interesting man in the world. There's that Jesus looking dude that oh, does yeah, it now, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I think there's hired another one, I don't know. I'm behind on my Dos Equis actors, sorry. I'm so disappointed. Alright, so we're going with Cher. We're going yeah. with Cher. Andy Garcia... You're lucky. You're not paying a ticket to go see Andy Garcia. I know, but I'm sure we have many. So more, every we have more talent mo- agent for 35 years. We have more movies where he'll have the opportunity to well, be. Well, he would have joined. He was the MVP for Beverly Hills Chihuahua. MVP? He was the MVP, yes. Wasn't he the LVP for? No. Oh, no. You owe not. your life to Julia Roberts and Cher, man. For what? Ocean's 12. Was he in Ocean's 12 or he Ocean's 11? I don't He's Ocean's Eleven. Whatever you owe your life. Who was who was it in Ocean's and Cheryl, Eleven? And Cheryl, who was the LVP in Ocean's Eleven? I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. Don't do it. I am concerned about Andy Garcia now. It wasn't. <laughs> what are you concerned about Andy? He's fine. I think he may not have any more of his teeth left after Cher sucked him out of his face. But oh my God, that's so not true. And also, Cher will be back. That's a warning. It's, it's not like we're not going to do any more Cher movies. How many Cher movies do we have? We have Moonlighting. You mean Moon... Moonlight? Moonstruck. Moonstruck? Moonlight is the Oscar-winning African-American movie. Is the TV Moonlighting show. is the Bruce Willis show. Moonstruck is the movie where Cher won an Oscar and slapped Nicolas Cage in the face. Cool. Uh, we might have Weesh... Uh, Weesh... Weesh is Weesh-wick. 
Witches of Eastwick. I think we do have uh, Mask. You best believe we got Mask. Yeah. Eric Stoltz got sung by a bunch of bees. Um, oh, no. Andy Garcia did get the LVP for Ocean's oh, Eleven. Oh, well, there you go. Well, he got saved here. You got saved, man. Andy Garcia off the hook. I thought he I'm did. Sure. I thought we had a Oh, so I actually need to about... add him to that uh, MVP LVP list. You need to go back through these cards. That's ultimately why MV- Andy Garcia doesn't, shouldn't get any of these. Because it's Andy Garcia. Who gives a fuck about Andy Garcia? We were watching uh, We were watching uh, a few years ago, WrestleMania. Uh, just like It was a weekend where like, we were all together. And we're just sitting there and we're like, it's been like an hour and a half into the show. They keep showing the commentators. And she goes, is that Andy Garcia behind Michael Cole? And sure enough, the whole show, Andy Garcia just sitting there. Just sitting there. They he, don't just, sh- he just wanted to enjoy his match. You know, like normally it's like, oh, Adam Sandler in the front row enjoying the show. They don't ever point out Andy Garcia's there. <laughs> it's just he exists. And that's his, that's his role. So just being things. And just not, not attract Sorry, anything. I'm not sure about that. What? Alexa, <laughs> shut up. See, even Alexa doesn't know about Andy Garcia. Um, all right, so I'll fix that in my, my big book here in, in a few moments. But is there anything else on Mamma Mia? Here we go again. Let me just double check my notes. I, I think I got all mine. Lily you, James. You added Lily James to my list, Lily correct? James. Yeah, she's on mine, too. Good. Uh, Harry is awkward. Uh, Pierce Brosnan singing again with a heart. Uh, they kept the short. What was your favorite song? Boat scene. Um, Just writing an outline? Do you even make notes? Yeah, but I'm I'm not going to read them verbatim. They're long. Do you have a favorite? Cake, cake, cake. <laughs> These are your notes. <laughs> Boat scene. Cake, cake, cake. Well, no, I'm su- summarizing it for you. I've asked you four we times. also didn't didn't talk about Julie Walters. We said she was good. She's good. She's good. Um, my favorite music song. In general, or from this movie, or from ABBA. I don't care anymore. What's your score? <laughs> no song. What's your favorite song? <sighs> Probably Waterloo. Even though it's. I liked Waterloo. Even though I don't. Obviously, like the guy I like Mamma Mia. I liked Mamma Mia. I don't Mia. count those. We already saw them. I guess. I like Dancing Queen, obviously. Mom's was Fernando. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. I liked Super Trooper. I, I liked Super Trooper. Um, but, yeah. Wasn't the one that made you cry? No, the one that made me cry is My Life, My Love. Mm-hmm. My Love, My Life. I'm sorry. Now, you're thinking, making me think about it, and now I'm going to start mm-hmm. crying again. Yeah, trying to make you cry again. Thanks so much. Um, cool. What's your score? You score it first. Why do I score it first? You read. Well, it's, it's this is a whole different series. Ooh, for the Wrap It Up series, we should say it at the same time. That'll be fun. I think that's awkward. All right, fine. Uh, so, we went back and listened to the previous one, and I got my score. I gave Mamma Mia a four and a half. And I gave Mamma Mia an eight and a half. I'm sorry, a, I gave it a seven. Gave it a seven, and then we got in a legitimate argument when you tried to change it to an eight and a half. Because you don't change your score for a movie a point and a half. Um, I do when you're being a dick about it. I like this one more than the first one. What? But, because of Lily James. But, that Fernando stuff, like I said, really hits. Really hurts. I'm going to give this a five. Oh, you didn't like it that much more. No, I didn't like it that much more. Because, again, I, I feel the whole thing... I, I feel the whole thing is very vapid. It's a musical that was thrown together because the first one made a lot of money. and Thrown just together. Out, it took ten years from their throat together. And just out they of... They didn't sh- even take the, the best part. And just out of sheer willpower of some good choreography and some good direction and some a few good performances, it wasn't what it should have been on a mitigated mess and disaster. It's still very cheesy. It's not for me. Okay, fine. I don't bemoan you can whoever be wrong. it's for. That's fine. You could be wrong. I, you know, I like the humor in this. I think that the, um, the two side, Donna's two sidekicks, whatever, really helped create that through line from the first one to this one and the back and forth from, um, past to present was really great. Um, 
I said I liked kind of, I liked this story, I think, better than the first one. Didn't like the music as much as in the first one, which is what I said. You can listen to the tape. Um, so overall, though, I do think I liked it at least as much as I liked the first one. I was, and maybe it's because this one I feel like used lesser known ABBA songs, so I wasn't, when I think of a musical, I think of like, I'm going to sit there, I'm going to like dance and sing to everything yes. and all of that, and I couldn't really do it in this because I didn't know the songs as well. I'm not like a diehard ABBA fan, but, y you know, I know a few of them, but not all of them, so I think I'm going to give this a seven, what I gave the last one. So I'm sorry, point and a half less than what I gave the last one. Um, so this is a six. Six. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think it's fair. I feel like they could have done a lot more. I feel like if Meryl Streep had been in this more, it would have been better. See, I was just about to say, I saw her on the back of the box, and I think a part of the reason why I like this more is because Meryl Streep, I will never identify as a musical actress. Like, she's, she was out of place to me in the first one. Not that she did a bad job. Like I said, I think she's the second best part of the movie because she's Meryl fucking Streep. Yeah, so, but, so Meryl Streep can do anything. So don't typecast Meryl Streep. But doesn't I matter just, if it's a musical. doesn't matter if it's a, a dramedy. See, to me, Meryl Streep's doing Meryl Streep. To me, Meryl Streep doing Mamma Mia is, like, beneath her. Why? She Because I'd rather see her fucking crushing anything else I I've know, seen her I know, but it's, it's, it's... I feel like it's the emotion... And, and the acting still has to be there for it to not have that layer of cheese or whatever. Sure. I think that she does a good job. And I mean, even like in like Death Becomes Her that we've done on this show before, she had a, a song and dance number and, and stuff. I prefer it to be this compared to the other. So. I liked A. It got a better score. I think I think it was correct. I think this is better than the first one, but barely. They both exist in their own little, their own little cubby, their own little world. Mm. But I thankfully don't have to experience anymore. Until they make a third one. They make a third one. Go with one. Um, I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is the first episode of our wrap it up series. Next week will be Frozen Two. The hits just keep on coming. Oh, how am I going to... I just got to know there's light at the end of this tunnel because I know after that is the amazing Spider-Man 2 and then after that is Pitch Perfect 2 and 3. Why did I suggest this? It's a horrible, horrible start for me. It's great for me. It's shit I it's don't want to watch. Me. I will sit through Frozen 2 again for my child. We're going to get in a legitimate argument on next week's episode. Yeah, we are. That, that's a, that's a I know, we role. really will. Legitimately, because you are a heartless, soulless asshole. And it will become apparent on episode 283. Can't wait. Um, For a mullet, no. <laughs> you can find us on yeah, social media. Oh, You know what you're doing. Um, we have... I thought you were going to say the same thing I just said, and I was going to punch you. <laughs> a lot more fun episodes coming out. Getting back to our regular scheduled stuff uh, after Frozen 2 with our... Well, not really, because we have the movie we should have watched, Cool Intentions. We have my uh, trivia award-winning movie, Whiplash. We, then we get back to our regular scheduled stuff with The Whackness, Billy Madison. We have got so a lot much of stuff going on. The pike. Um, we need to go through my schedule again. I, I got it. Don't worry. I got this organized. I want to know hey, what to expect. You know what to expect. Just listen to me, and you're fine. Thank you for listening to this I haven't done episode. that once in 13 years. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies. I encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others and our network of shows. Rate, review, I don't know what I'm doing. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Arcadeaudio.net is what I just said. Man, I don't like looking to my right at you. I like looking to my left at you. It's easier. I'm going to switch seats. Oh, yeah, we could have. Or you could have come and sat over here with me like I suggested. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio for bonus content. We're going to be starting Stacked soon. we got to get that started. Um, MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com. I do anything else. Why? That was my idea. Why did I do that? We're, we're each masochist in the ideas we come up with. Ugh. At MarriedWithMovies on Twitter. <laughs> Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies. Anything else? No. You sure?
I was going to try to just start singing to you, but I don't feel like doing that to the people at home. Mamma Mia. Or me. Yeah, or mom. Simply unadoptable. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. That soda creep up on you there, bud? It's Gatorade. Gatorade. Because I'm nice. I didn't want to drink a soda in front of you. But I will tomorrow. Don't worry. Can you hear the drums from Manhole? I remember long ago another starry night like this. In the firelight, Fernando, you were humming to yourself and softly strumming your guitar. I could hear the distant drums and sounds of bugle calls were coming from afar. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.